0: So this meditation we will do now, the Tonglen practice for one person who is close to us, we will follow the same structure. So the first will be the connecting with the resource. And the way we will do it now is that we will symbolize uh, our resource uh, through a Traditional symbol, and that's uh, a lotus and a diamond. And uh, the lotus is uh, symbolizing uh, your warmth and kindness and care, your inborn warmth. And the diamond is symbolizing uh, your wisdom, the wisdom, the spaciousness. Uh, the sky, uh, the capacity to experience peace, and uh, the diamond is like kind of this clear, it's clear and it's indestructible. And uh, I will invite you to feel the lotus and the diamond in your heart. And so, if you can't connect with that simple, well, it doesn't mean anything for you. You can, at that moment, again go into the sky. So it's like, no. Also, when I this morning, when when I invited you to connect with the sky, I try to uh, kind of bring kindness and spaciousness together. Yeah, so that's like the, 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 the wisdom gaze, the loving gaze of the Dalai Lama. So there's kindness um, and warmth and love, but there's also wisdom. What that wisdom is, we will talk about a bit more, because that's very important in the cultivation of compassion is that there needs to be wisdom, because otherwise it it will lead to to the compassion burnout or the compassion fatigue. So in this kind of this this two together, the wisdom and the compassion, uh, that's symbolized by the uh, by the lotus and the diamond. Yes, and then uh, I you can. Uh, uh, already now decide kind of with the person you want to work with. It's good to, like, make a decision. Okay, I'm, there's many possibilities, but now I'm, I will focus on this person. And then um, we will connect with our inborn capacity of empathy. Well, we all have this sensitivity for the pain of others, and, and it's inborn, you know, like they found this mirror neuron, so we, we, we all have it, we can, we can resonate, uh, and we, not only we can, we will resonate with the pain of another person, we can't help ourselves. It's, it's in the package of, uh, of what it means to be human, to be able to do that. Um, so that's, uh, that's uh, w- what we will do with the, well, no, no, I've changed the page, but with a second step, uh, with you know, stepping into the pain. Like we, we, we will dare for a few moments to walk in the shoes of the other person, and to and to feel oh how how does it feel to be in that situation in that challenge and what is important of course in that moment is to have a kind of still a sense of the sky still a, a sense that there is something there is the lotus and the diamond there is the dalai lama in your heart yeah which is, I mean, uh, the symbolic Dalai Lama, the sim- symbolic Jesus, the symbolic goddess is is in your heart. So and she can she can cope with anything. She can touch anything. And she will not uh, throw, She will not be thrown out of balance, or overwhelmed, or fall into self pity or anything like that. So she has that capacity. Uh, and then uh, we will, um, uh, t- cut, uh, with the in-breath and we will focus on the in-breath for a while and don't worry so much about the in- and out-breath, if this, so particularly the perfectionists, you know, forget the in- and out-breath, <laughs> otherwise it becomes too, you know, uh, and, and then slowly, if you like this practice and you do it for a while, then it will become more natural and, and you can play with it how you, how you want to do it. But uh, so what we will do is like with the in-breath for a while, we will focus on the in-breath and we will kind of suck the suffering, the pain of this person, the struggle in the form of black smoke away from this person. Like with each in-breath. Right. why? Yeah. So don't, don't think so much about that. So, but like, you kind of, it's like, <laughs> I mean, you breathe, you breathe normally, but mm-hmm. you kind of suck out the, in, in a form of black smoke or something black, and it leaves that person. And while you do that, you've, you, 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 you imagine that person to become well. So maybe now you have this kind of rotten visual image of that person because it's like he is suffering so much, and so, and and in this meditation you change that. So you you, you breathe in and, and you and, and this person actually changes and becomes radiant and and you and you see her, uh, you see her flowering, yeah. and then this uh, this. Uh, Black smoke, which is symbolizing the struggle of this, this person, gathers uh, in front of you, and then you do you don't need to remember all of this because I will guide you. I will just want to map out a bit what, what, what's going to happen. And then you with one in breath you take it in, and but there's the diamond and the lotus in your. So, you take it in. in, in the moment it meets the diamond and the lotus, which is love and wisdom, it transforms, it kind of and, uh and then with the out breaths, for a while, you give that person what, it, what he or she needs, and then you can, you know, maybe it's a job, or it's a partner, or it's... Finding meaning in life, or its health, or so whatever this person uh, uh, needs, and and you see that person receiving what he or she needs, and then in the end uh, we will uh, then go in the, into the fourth step, which is uh, just opening into. And there's many other people. We are not alone with this. Uh, and he or she is not alone with this, but this is connecting us with the common ground of humanity. Hi. Hi. I'm still in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. So the now ah, let's do it, and then we can uh, we can uh, discuss after. So let's. Start by adjusting your your posture and taking some time to just settle and reconnect with your breath, checking in how you are, how it is for you to be here. Shifting from the head into the body. Reconnecting with the spaciousness of the sky and the freshness of the morning. Also, with the of friendliness of this place, of this moment, it's the simple appreciation of being alive and being connected. Then, if it makes sense for you, you call upon the presence of the Dalai Lama, or another mentor. Could you allow yourself to connect with a sense of safety? rest, just resting, softening the belly and the shoulders, like sitting in the lap of the good mother, the good father. And then I invite you to feel the presence of a lotus and a diamond in your heart. And, And don't try hard, just keep it easy and spacious. And the lotus is symbolizing your warmth, your kindness, your care. Your smile, the soft spot in your heart. And it has this wonderful fragrance of wonderful scent of kindness. And in that lotus rests a diamond, crystal-clear, indestructible, which is symbolizing your wisdom. The wisdom which liberates, the wisdom which looks through and the diamond and the lotus they are they have been there in your heart all the time and they will be always Then you call the presence of the person you want to do the practice for. Silently say his or her name. or her presence, hear his or her voice, feel his or her energy. you can resonate with how he or she feels. What kind of worries might she have? What kind of feelings? Maybe you Notice a resistance to do that, yeah, that's fine. How might she feel? Imagine the struggles, and the difficult feelings, and the worries, and the trouble, some thoughts uh, as a kind of black smoke within her body, within his body. Maybe you can see that darkness in his or her face, or in his or her posture or you can hear it in his or her voice grey, dark and then with the next In breaths, you start to suck that darkness away from that person in a form of black smoke, kind of comes closer to you and leaves that person like in a stream of black smoke and it starts to gather in front of your nose in a little ball like a tennis ball Mm -hmm. and notice how the darkness leaves that person how the person starts to smile And he or she does not understand what is happening, it's just that these very thoughts and these struggles and the difficult feelings, they just dissolve, they just leave like a black cloud. See that person at her best. So the darkness, the struggle of that person has now gathered in front of you, and you take a last look on your diamond and the lotus in your heart, your Buddha nature, your capacity to transform pain, And then with a longing to free that person from his or her pain, with one last in-breath you breathe in that darkness into your heart. And in the moment it meets the lotus and the diamond it is being transformed. It dissolves to disappear forever. And the diamond and the lotus again rest peacefully and undestructible in the center of your heart. And then with the out-breaths, you breathe toward that person, you give to that person what he or she needs. Maybe you could imagine that the scent, the fragrance of kindness and generosity, spreads with each outbreath and goes to that person. And you see how this person receives your kindness, your generosity. Imagine what this person needs. And with the out-breath, give that to that person. Maybe through words, maybe through gestures, maybe through gifts, maybe through things which are happening in the life of the person. Then suddenly you notice that in the heart of that person, just like in your own heart, there is a diamond and a lotus, indestructible, radiant. See how that diamond and that lotus start to radiate. And there's a bridge of light between the diamond and the lotus in your heart, and the diamond and the lotus in the heart of that person. and you breathe together from heart to heart Feel the fundamental health, the fundamental goodness in your heart and the heart of that person. Something bigger than all the struggles and problems and worrisome thoughts. We are widening the circle, broadening the circle. And to the other people in your life who all have that lotus and the diamond in their heart. All your family members, father and mother, children, partner, brothers and sisters, people you work with. Clients, people you meet in the street, the people here. And there's a bridge of light between your heart and the heart of all these people, from lotus to lotus, from diamond to diamond. temporary obscurations of reactivity and anxiety. There's something healthy and beautiful in all of us where we can meet where we can recognize it recognize each other Let go of that person and the other people, and just rest for a few minutes in the aftermath of this meditation, feeling the lifeness in your whole body. Breath coming and going, possible the diamond and the lotus radiating throughout the pores of your body. resting So this is um, one way. And as I said yesterday, what is important that you find your own style to work with uh, this practice. So this is just like you no know, some uh, some ideas which i kind of put together from different instructions myself sometimes then people ask yeah is there is that actually helpful for that person to do this <coughs> What do you think? <laughs> it depends a bit on on um, how, how much realistic your thinking is, how, how much you have a sense of the power of of the heart and of the mind. It's probably different difficult to check. Also there were studies, you know, that, that, that people try to find out the the power of prayer, and... uh, um, um, But I think we can all um, appreciate how uh, the way we look at people, how much we see their resources, how much we don't break into panic. How much we don't feel overwhelmed. That that has an impact on that person. And uh, that by you know that our view on that person and our trust in that person uh, and our uh, our sense that. Um, that this person has uh, uh, capacities and resources and possibilities, that 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 view uh, and the way we are then with that person, that that that, that makes a difference. I guess we can all appreciate that. And for sure, it is um, it is uh, a way for you to work with your own difficult feelings, your own uh, overwhelm and your own panic or your own uh, inability to be just present for this person. Um, that's definitely something worth to work to be worked with and and to you know to. Uh, So, try it out. Mm, There was this... uh, uh, um, emphasizing you for a while to, to uh, uh, focus on the taking and then for a while to focus on the giving. So that's something traditionally, uh, in the traditional instruction it says you alternate the giving and taking. So you take, you give, you take, you give. So you can play with that, if, if, uh, if that's too quick for you or that, that it is actually helpful to uh, kind of stay in a movement. Uh, so something you can experiment with. So I choose now to emphasize the taking for a while so that you can get into that and then uh, with the out-breath for a while to give. Um, on the spot. So this is also a practice which you, uh, which you, once you have done it a bit uh, in a formal way, uh, you would uh, practice it on the spot. So that means while you are in contact, while you are in the same room, while you are talking with that person, there can be a bit of, uh, you know, with the in breath to. Uh, open to the difficult feeling, to be present to the difficult feeling, and with the out-breath to give what this person needs in that moment. And without without making a big uh, visualization or uh, with many words, it becomes like a a bit of a way of being, uh, uh, like a general attitude in a situation, where you are with someone who is struggling, where you are with someone um, who has difficult feelings. So kind of breathing in. And breathing in here means uh, um, feeling feeling what you're feeling, feeling what is there, giving space to the feelings in the room. And with the outbreath, then to give into the situation, to give into the communication, what is needed, space, relief, yeah. And with the possibility to uh, to use maybe a symbol like that, uh, like the lotus or the diamond or the Jesus in your heart or the angel by your side or uh, uh, something like that so that there is a that there is a, a trust in the situation that if you connect with your resources and you connect with the resources in the person and there's a trust that there's a goodness and that there's a support that that can bring some intelligence and some movement into the situation. Something which you might not come up with yourself if you try to solve the problem. But if you, if you just trust presence and, uh, and trust that something in the other person or in you knows what's the best to do or what's the best to say in this situation, what's the next step to work with this situation. Yeah. So are there any comments or questions uh, to uh, the practice of uh, working with Tom Len, uh, the way we did it this morning? It is a, a practice which is uh, very helpful when you are uh, a caretaker for someone who is dying or who is very sick. Um, so, just for that, it could be uh, it's helpful to get a bit of, uh, to get a bit familiar with this practice. Because uh, if you are taking care of another person, who is maybe not conscious anymore, for example, then then it's really a good way um, to stay connected uh, and to take care of yourself and the atmosphere in the room and the feeling of the other person. Uh, to stay connected with that which is bigger. Kind of to connect from, from, from essence to essence. Then maybe we can have lunch. And um, this afternoon, I would like to um, flesh out a bit uh, the, <coughs> the experience of Pudicita. So, Tonglen is uh, one of the main practices within the Tibetan tradition to connect with Bodhicitta, the awakened heart. And uh, I would like to explore a bit the facets of a, of a healthy, open heart, as uh, you know, to differentiate it from, uh, from a kind of compassion. Which uh, is uh, burning us out, or is too much, or is lacking wisdom. So, this is, uh, this is so important that we learn to, uh, to be with the sensitivity we have towards the pain of other people, towards the pain. Uh, of animals, towards the pain in this world. We have a natural sensitivity, a a natural soft spot in our heart. Uh, And and this is so important to explore, how can I live with that, without becoming hard, without needing to close, because it becomes too much. Even if we are not wise, uh, in in this, even the suffering of one person becomes too much for us. Particularly if that person is close to us, it's, it becomes so much that we that we can't stand it, or it destroys us, or you know, it's like then there's not only the suffering of our child, but we add to that our own suffering. Um, So this is important and there is no like the smart answer to that. This is really like one of these open questions which we ask again and again and we grow into the answer uh, through life. Uh, But um, that it is possible uh, is, uh, you can see in in people like the Dalai Lama, who is... um, who is able to do that somehow? So I don't know how. If I find out, then I will write a book <laughs> that would be a original my original contribution, but I'm still just asking the question and you know so that's what I would like to do this afternoon, yeah, to, uh, to, to deepen that journey how to be, how to live with that soft spot and not only uh, preventing our, our heart to close but actually find meaning and joy and satisfaction in that capacity in that sensitivity in in our in our empathy. Maybe I can close with what I started with this morning that a very important responsibility in this journey is uh, to look after your own well being. So, uh, if you are a caretaker, if you are a parent, if you are, uh, if, if you have challenges in your work, to really prioritize um, your own well-being, uh, the joy in life, gratitude. Um, Take out your music instrument. Go dancing, you know, listening to music or go to the garden and, and, and prioritize that. And that is not selfishness, it's really like it can be done with the bodhicitta attitude of. Uh, Uh, wanting to be of benefit for others.